This is the Momentum Podcast. Implementation is everything. You can have the best coaches in the world in your corner, but if you do not implement their coaching, it will do less than nothing for your business. Today's episode of the Momentum Podcast is a sneak peek into the Sharfin Summit, specifically a guest presentation by Stacy Tushel, a member of our coaching program. In this presentation, Stacy talks about creating a strategic plan and how it's the fastest way to get your business into momentum. She talks about developing a communication structure within your business that allows you to step into your role as a transformational leader. And she talks about the Sharfin Cadence the core of our program and how implementing it gives you both a strategic plan and a communication structure so that you can go out and make your greatest contribution. I'm Alex Sharfin, and this is the Momentum Podcast, made for empire builders, game changers, trailblazers, shot takers, record breakers, world makers, and creators of all kinds. Those among us who can't turn it off and don't know why anyone would want to. We challenge complacency, destroy apathy, and we are obsessed with creating momentum so we can roll over bureaucracy and make our greatest contribution. Sure, we pay attention to their rules, but only so that we can bend them, break them, then rewrite them around our own will. We don't accept our destiny. We define it. We don't understand defeat because you only lose if you stop and we don't know how. While the rest of the world strives for average and clings desperately to the status quo, we are the minority, the few, who are willing to hallucinate there could be a better future. And instead of just daydreaming of what could be, we endure the vulnerability and exposure it takes to make it real. We are the evolutionary hunters, clearly the most important people in the world, because entrepreneurs are the only source of consistent, positive human evolution, and we always will be. Amazing. Thank you. Yes, I was nervous that you guys were going to think I was coming in for that 30-day, like, try it, like, love it or leave it. And I thought you were going to think I was just, like, getting everything and doing it, and then be like, see you later. And I'm like, no, 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 I really am going to do this, and, and I implemented and all of that. So thanks for having me. Do I have access to share my screen? Oh, I do, it looks like. Okay. Can you see the right screen? Mm-hmm. Okay, perfect. All right. So my name is Stacey Tushel, and um, I have two performing arts academies here in Milwaukee. And I also have an online consulting company. So when I signed up, I really thought I was coming here strictly to help my new baby business that's five years old, not the one that's 19 years old. And how crazy that I realized, wow, I, I can't believe I've done what I've done without having some of this structure in place and the cadence. So I'm so grateful to be able to do this and just to be able to continue to refine. So what I want to, let's see if I can go to the next slide. So within 90 days of joining, I joined back uh, September 24th. I looked it up because I wanted to see how fast this was. Um, Immediately following uh, that month, October 2020, was a record-breaking month for us. And December was $2,000 short of October. We had the best quarter we've ever had in five years. Now, I know you might be thinking, how could this possibly have, you know, September 24th to just a couple weeks later really changed? But I will show you things that we've been doing that I can guarantee you it came from this cadence. Now, 
looking at the first 90 days, I would say we had implemented 80% of the trainings. We had established the daily, the weekly, monthly, quarterly, annual meetings. We did our first all hands, team evaluations. We were averaging about, we are about 95% completed tasks every week and every month. And with those five core functions, we just quickly realized exactly where we needed to put our time and energy and we're able to put some things on the back burner. Now, everybody on the team actually knows uh, what I would have said before was my goals. Now there are goals, right? We've got a clear vision. We've created them together. We know the critical number is the most important number. We used to do a lot of vanity numbers tracking on our weekly meetings, right? How big did Instagram get last week and, and things like that. Uh, we still look at some of those numbers, but they're not the most important number. And we are just growing at rapid speed. Q1 continues to be just as successful. Now, where we used to be, this is important. It's embarrassing, but it's really typical, which is why I'm not afraid to share with you, right? Entrepreneurs with a big vision, these crazy big goals, we're used to not hitting them. We're used to keeping them to ourselves. So I had these massive goals that I didn't really tell anybody. They were private. And then not only that, but as I was starting to, you know, think about, okay, I've got to give this to this person or this to that person, I would just throw things at them that I really should have given them 30 days notice, 60 day notice. And I would say, hey, when can you get this to me by? And they would look at their list of all the other things they had to do. And that's when I realized, like, I can't keep doing this. This is not making sense. So today I want to share with you some things that we have implemented that have worked really, really well. So step number one um, is make a temporary sacrifice when it comes to consumption. If you've been in this program for a week, 30 days, you might think, oh, I'm just getting started, right? I want you to immediately start to make that sacrifice of hot, a temporary sacrifice where the reward is going to come later. Now, I am very busy. I And I know people say that, but I have not just one, but two seven-figure businesses. We have real estate. Re uh, residential commercial properties we maintain and own. I'm a mom of two little ones of a five and eight year old. So when I say I'm busy, I mean, I am book solid the entire day. My calendar is from nine to three back to back to back. So I had to ask myself, how important is this? Do I, is, is this truly a priority? So if I wanted to add something to my plate, I had to remove something else. So what I did was I replaced my evening TV time. If you're busy, but you're still watching Netflix, if you're still doing things like that, and you can see this amazing opportunity with the cadence, I'm going to encourage you, like get rid of that temporarily. So I replaced one hour a night with sharpened videos. Instead of watching Netflix, that's what I would tune into. I started to wake up at 5 a.m. instead of 6 a.m. So I started to get an extra hour a day of the in the morning. And then usually I sleep in on the weekends. So typically what I was doing was letting my alarm not wake me up and just casually waking up. Now I started keeping that 5 a.m. schedule. So my kids were getting up around seven. I was getting two hours on Saturday, two hours on Sunday. So what I want you to see is I found 14 hours a week to watch these videos and then implement. I wanted to get through the trainings as fast as possible within those 30 days. Um, and we really honestly had implemented a majority of what we learned in 30 days, which is why I can say October just felt different. The team was on fire. I had never seen them like that before. I also set the tone with the team. So I initially told the team, I've invested in this program. I believe it's really going to help us. And we're just going to try something new this month. 
just like anything else we test. I'm not saying this is like the, what we're going to keep, that this is perfect. This is the way we should do it. But I'm saying we're going to do a small test and just see what happens uh, because nobody likes change, right? So when you throw something at them, usually there's some resistance there. So we experimented with October. And when you saw what our results look like in October, everybody said, this is a game changer. So definitely be thinking about how you can get your team on board. Step number two, I delegated as I learned. It's definitely a little messy. It's not perfect. You learn by doing and implementing. So I didn't have many questions as I would watch Alex or Deanna teach in these trainings, but then I would implement the huddle. Or I would do our first all hands and I would go, whoa, wait a minute. And then all of a sudden the questions started coming. So, so many times I see my clients get really good at watching videos, watching my trainings. And I don't want that. Like, I don't want people to brag that they finished part one or they're almost through part part three. What have you implemented? What have you done? It's so much better to watch one of their videos and actually do it than to cruise through the entire course and have nothing to show for it at the end. Okay. Um, We forget that when you check off like complete, which it feels so good to be able to say, oh, another one complete. We forget that that's just the start, right? After that video is complete, it's time to implement. Now, the good news is we know how important it is to build a team. Like, that's why we're here. So we don't have to do all the work ourselves. So in fact, when I delegate, it ensures that it's actually going to be getting done instead of leaving me the one in charge. I hired my operator when I first purchased the program. I, in fact, didn't know she was an operator until I started watching and realized I think she is my operator. So I hired this person and then as she started to come on, I had just purchased Sharfin and it was the perfect time to do this. And I put this task of implementing the trainings onto her plate then of, I would watch them and say, okay, here's what I want you to do. So I had double accountability to get these trainings done and to get things moving forward. Step three, this was a really big one that worked well, is I blocked off an entire day with my operator. So I used to do private, what we call VIP days with my clients. I started now doing these with my team. So after about two weeks into her joining the team, I blocked off a Friday from nine to three, just her and me. And just as I would typically go to a VIP day with a client and have an agenda and, you know, figure out what we were going to do that day, I did the same thing with her. So what were the things I wanted to cover from the trainings, what were the things I wanted to teach? What were we going to workshop together? I made sure I bought that massive calendar that Alex talked about in there. Oh my goodness, buy that calendar. It was like 50 or $60 on Amazon. And I thought, do I really need this for one time? That is so worth the investment to figure out your annual calendar. Definitely do that. We did the entire calendar together while she was there. We talked about what are the big projects she's going to take on. And then she came with her own questions, just like one of my clients would do, right? It felt like a mini conference and she left feeling great. We've talked about this already this morning. You know, they feel like they know what's what's expected of them, what's what to do next. And that really helped. So she left knowing her projects, her responsibilities, the waterfalls, all of that stuff. So I highly recommend doing this and I'm going to continue doing this with them as we're moving forward. I just made a note this morning of, I should really put my next one on the calendar with her. Then step four was lowering the bar and not changing the numbers until we hit it. The hardest part for me. So the strategy of lowering the bar felt so foreign. I've never heard of somebody saying, (laughs) you know, get them to win, get them to hit their goals. I've always been like, 
reach for the stars, you know, shoot really high. And most people on our team, they're just not wired like us. They're not wired to have a big goal and consistently not hit it and be okay with it, right? Um, and when I first heard Alex talk about this, I remembered a situation where he was proving this to be true. So we have a rock star player on our team, Julie. I love her. She's amazing. I hope she's with us for a really long time. And out of the blue, one day she said to me, I, I she would like ask me, I just want to make sure that I'm not going to be getting fired because I realize I'm not hitting my goals consistently. And that moment, I thought she was crazy. I thought like, oh my goodness, she's just a perfectionist. You know, she's thinking she has to be doing this. Like, no, you're fine. You're fine. Um, and, and here's what we're looking at. And I kept the big goals. And then she continued to keep not hitting them. Thankfully, she's still with me today. And now I'm able to set goals with her that she can actually hit that she can actually feel like she's winning. And since we've lowered the bar, the team is, they're just different. I feel like, I think they feel that they are finally winning, that they're finally doing a good job and that they think, even though before I appreciated them, they now feel more appreciation and gratitude from me because they think they're doing their job, right? So I think that was a big thing for us. Now, I also thought, well, isn't the productivity going to slow down or are we going to hit mediocre goals if we set mediocre goals, right? And our critical number goal that we wanted to hit by the end of the year for 2021, I went back and forth. We set it for 150, but man, that was hard for me. I kept going, but I think 150 is really small and I think I could do 200. And my head was saying, go with 200, but then we settled on my gut. <laughs> my gut settled on 150. And I really did feel like I was playing small and I second guessed myself. And here's the thing, today we're at 135 with a training coming up in two weeks. And I think we're going to surpass 150. And I am so excited to be able to celebrate with the team in March when we hit that goal. Like we never had that before. And I will tell you that no one is thinking, oh great, we hit 150 in March, we're done for the rest of the year. They'll be the first people to say, let's go to 200, let's go to, right? And I, I can just see these, this momentum really happening. And these moments are the best part. We get to take a moment and recognize what we've built together. And again, that's just something we've never been able to do before, which kind of is sad when you think about it. Like we've always been moving that milestone for them. So I think that is probably my biggest takeaway from Sharpen, Sharpen is that it used to be all me. I set the goals. I carried the weight and I was exhausted. And now I feel like the team and I were doing everything together. So when the business wins, it's not a win for me, it's a win for us. And I will tell you, I almost, I'm not perfect here. I almost moved that goal before we hit it in February. I, I realized, man, we really did go low and we probably are gonna hit this faster. And I almost moved the 150 to 200 and I caught myself and I remembered what the trainings were talking about. And I was just thinking, you know, imagine if you were running like a 5K and you were, you can see the finish line, you're about to hit it and somebody comes and moves the finish line. Like that is almost what I was going to do to the team and what I used to do all the time. So definitely be considering that as you're setting goals. I think we make this a lot harder than it needs to be because, you know, if it's easy, like, can this really be right? Like, can this really be the way that it, that it could work? And it's not difficult. Make the time, watch the videos. Remember I said temporary sacrifice, not permanent, temporary. Like how bad do you need this? How bad do you want this right now? 
So make the time, watch the videos, rewatch the videos, and just implement exactly what they're saying while you're watching. I think that's part of, part of the reason that people start to become really good at video watching. They just keep cruising to the next one. Pause yourself. Stop. Do what they're telling you to do. Um, as Deanna said, I rarely pop into office hours. I am doing, I am implementing the program. And when I do have a question, they see me. I pop in, I ask my question, and I immediately leave to do to implement. Um, I'm not here to get it perfect. I'm not striving for perfection. And even when I jump on a call with one of the coaches and I think I'm doing it all correctly and then they'll catch me like, oh, well, what about this? You know, as um, Deanna brought up before that operation checklist, even this morning, I'm like, wait, are we doing that? I haven't seen that in a little while. Like, let's go back and make sure we have that on our agenda. Um, so even though we're getting about 80% of it right, we're still getting amazing results with 80%. But I am also a marketer and I know that the 1% can make a massive difference. So after I've now been implementing and putting it together, the goal is to go back and get 1% better every single time. Because that one little thing that we learn or we catch that we didn't catch last time could make a drastic improvement in the business. So Learning a new system, it's like drinking water out of a fire hose, right? You can't possibly catch it all. So that's why I'm always saying it's time for us to go back and rewatch. I, I had told my operator, okay, we've, we've done this. We've gotten it. Let's just go through the whole thing again. And she was like, what? Why would we do that? It's done. We've already done it. And it's because there's no way we could have grasped all these concepts when this was so brand new to us, right? If we go back and we rewatch, we are going to catch something that we didn't even realize was in these videos. So that's what I want to encourage you to do. And if, if I was waiting to get 100% of this done in my first 90 days, my results would have slowed down. So just get going. Let it be messy. You've got the coaches to ask advice on. And, and sometimes people just need to hear a little tough love. Like I, I had said to the team, I'm like, if, if you want me to come and share this, I'm okay giving a little tough love of you just got to make the time. You've just got to figure this out. Like how bad do you really, really want it? We aren't aiming for perfection, but I am encouraging you to keep those high standards, right? I'm encouraging you to keep going and, and be better and better than last time. Big thank you to Alex and everybody on Team Sharpen for everything. Like we are just so blown away and the things that we have yet to still implement in my second business, I just can't even imagine the difference it's going to make as we get to fully implement all of this. So thank you guys so much. So grateful. Hey there, this is Eddie Kirk with Alex Sharfin's team. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Momentum Podcast. Listen, if you're ready to take the next step, if you're ready to understand the systems and processes and frameworks that we teach entrepreneurs to grow and scale their business with confidence, we're ready to help you. If you go to billionairecode.com right now, you can get on a call with a member of our coaching team and find out which one of our coaching programs best fit the needs of your business right now. We know that when you are clear on where you're going and you're excited about the outcome, you will put the accelerator pedal to the floor and you won't let up. Let us help you get into momentum, grow and scale your business, and make the impact that you've always known you should. Go to billionairecode.com right now to get started. We'll see you there.